Public space travel. Public space travel. And so on and so on. I can't help but believe that in the future we'll see throughout the world an increasing trend toward the next logical step. We achieve full communism. Public space travel. Welcome to Public Space Travel. I'm Lazarus Wolf. We got a full house again. We have Lucy, Marks, Hunty, and Lycan. How is everybody doing today? I have been waiting for a week to take a D&D alignment quiz. And freaking Lazarus told me, don't look at it. And that just made it so much worse. So I feel like that already tells us something about my <laughs> d alignment. So you didn't look. You didn't, didn't look. look. That says something, too. I, no, I know. I feel like all of it is pointing to something. But I don't know what it's pointing to yet, for fuck's sake. Right. I'm a dragonkin cleric. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Well, that is, uh, that's what we're doing today. Today we're looking at the Dungeons & Dragons 3.5 edition, because I'm sorry, I'm biased, but that's my favorite edition, of the character alignment. And we'll be taking the official, that's right, the official Wizards of the Coast Dungeons & Dragons alignment quiz, which we'll post in the notes so you can do it and kind of follow along with us as well. Um, before we jump in, we've got to do some administrative stuff, of course. If you enjoy the show, or if you don't enjoy the show, uh, please support us on patreon.com slash public space travel. All of your financial support and uh, sharing it with other people. Uh, all of that support really helps us continue what we're doing and uh, provide that content that you enjoy. Oh, I sound like one of those like YouTuber people. Okay, anyways. Uh, Quick like and subscribe. I do? Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the... That's kind of radio. But... Smash like now. Yeah. Oh my god, like, how is Mark like... so good at that? Mark's do more. Oh, that's really good. Like morning zoo style. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so does everybody have their official Dungeons and Dragons Wizards of the Coast alignment test? I have it. I'm ready. Excellent. I already answered I already answered the first one because I didn't want anybody to, to try to tell me what my answer should be. I like that. Looked. I really like that. So for listeners, when you play Dungeons and Dragons and you make a character, which you'll use and play as during the game, uh, you will take this, uh, basically you'll pick an alignment. And you don't have to do this quiz, but it's kind of a fun little thing to either do as yourself or do as the character you're imagining, which you're going to play as in the story uh, or during the game. And so um, we thought it'd be a great idea from the last episode we discussed it to go ahead and do our own all together. We'll talk about the questions on the site, on the quiz that you can, again, follow along with. And the link is in, should be in the notes. And we're probably going to critique some of these because it's definitely categorizing uh, certain people uh, and specifically about their moral compass. Yes, their moral compass. Basically, as the they say on the Wizard of the Coast website, it says that uh, there's a caveat, of course, that there are certain character classes uh, has codes of conduct that fall beyond you know certain dictates of alignment, and basically, it's the uh, basically there's two measures 
to determine a specific character's ethical and moral attitudes and behaviors. Um, so basically, the moral axis has like these three positions. There's good, neutral, and evil. The good characters generally care about the welfare of others. Neutral people generally care about their own welfare. And evil people generally seek to harm the others' welfare. The ethical axis has three positions as well, lawful, neutral, and chaotic. Lawful people generally follow the social rules as they understand them. Neutral people follow those rules, find convenient or ob obviously necessary. Okay. And chaotic people seek to upset the social order and either institute change or simply create anarchy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was a way easier way to describe this. Yeah, so please. you take this test, right? Yeah. And then the test has like different alignments on this axis and you can be good or evil or somewhere in the middle and you can be like you can follow rules or not follow rules or somewhere in the middle. And so this quiz just like helps us decide where we fall on that axis so that we have like a better idea of the way our character like moves through space in the game. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Is that yes. accurate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have a you have a combination of the good neutral evil and then a combination of the lawful neutral or chaotic. So it's like there's three choices of the first, three choices for A, three choices for B, and then you mash them up. But I think you said it way better, and you should just cut out all of my talk. <laughs> is, is that the Overton window? Ooh, is this the Overton window? I don't know. So the Overton window is a political theory that suggests that there's this square along the political axis and it shifts left or right, and that's basically the discourse of what you can or can't do. Oh, okay, it's not so like ever saying. since Trump, the Overton window has been pushed further to the right, further, further alt-right leaning, further conservative. If Bernie Sanders won, you could imagine people would argue it started to shift the other way. Um, I think I was question. just thinking of the, um, the like political grid. Oh yeah, ooh, we're gonna have to do that too. Damn, the political compass? Yeah, that's that, like. Anyway, yeah. I just I just railed this. So. No, no, you're good. That's interesting because we should definitely consider how that relates to a political sense, because this one seems to just be more about your ethical and so forth. Okay, let's just go ahead and jump into it, shall we? So, first question: relationship to family. Family elders are expressing disapproval of you to the rest of the family. Do you? A, accept the criticism and change your ways. B, seek a compromise with the elders. C, besmirch the reputation of the elders as you ignore their scorn. Or D, silence the elders any way you can. Okay, oh. here's my problem with this question. I think <clears throat> I might choose besmirch only because of the language of the way that it's like framed. <laughs> That's okay. Like, Fuck yes, I want to besmirch the reputation of elders <laughs> as I ignore their scorn. That seems like exactly like something I do. And it's contextual. My answer to all of these is going to be it's contextual. Like, yeah, it's, true. it's not I, categorical. I also want to choose the besmirch one. And I was just wondering, like, as we go through this, like, it's hard for me. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is how I want my character to be. Because whenever I play role-playing games, like, I tend to always gravitate towards the more mischievous, like... Yeah. Eviler uh, person. So I'm like wondering how I should answer. Should I answer it like me or should I answer it like me? 
Oh my God. I'm so conflicted. Now I'm not sure. No, I'm going to answer all the questions as though it's me as like a human. I think I'm going to do the same. Who do I think that I am as like a person? Maybe. But then there's so many selves. Like we all have so many multiple selves and they all are expressed in different scenarios and different contexts. And so by trying to like, like I don't know how to be anybody but myself. But I'm multiple people. I'm just teasing. I don't know how to be anybody but my multiple selves. Yes. <laughs> Always performance. Okay. All right. I do, I like, the, I do like the language of it, though, too. Like the language of it makes me want to be like, hell yeah, I want to base merch the yes, reputation yeah. of the elders. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I and I feel like I would say to that it. to somebody. I besmirch you just on your it. reputation. I scorn you. Shh. <laughs> Hunty's at the wrist merch in her whole family. <laughs> you're real besmirched. Though. You're besmirched. We're all besmirched. I've always been drawn to the archetype of the evil witch, too. And so that's like a, a lore. So but we're learning a lot about ourselves. Compromise. Wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> the evil witch silence the elders in any way she could? Oh, we know how it would be. An apple, a poison apple. We all, of course, we do. Uh, yes, of course. I feel. Like, I feel like our listeners are learning a lot about us, and this may like really change who listens to us. Good. Okay. We don't want people who don't like us. <laughs> yes. Because I'm also thinking like. Wait, what? I suggested we go to question two, but I'm just hurrying oh. everyone. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Question one. So we've all chosen our answers there. I'm going yeah. I'm going with seek a compromise with the elders because I, I like to try and reach across the aisle. <laughs> uh, Taking a centrist position. I'm going to come for you later. I just want you to know. Of course, Karl Marx would do that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, number two. Would you give up a promising career to aid the family in time of need? This a. should be a conversation. Sorry. Opa? This should be a conversation with the family. Like, it's not, it's a relational decision that merits a relational answer, and I can't answer it right now. In a heartbeat. That was really easy for me. A, A, A in a heartbeat. B, yes, with some reluctance. C, only if I was certain I'd be able to return to my career soon, or D, no. I literally, like, just did this in a heartbeat. Like, in a, in a heartbeat. I, that's not even, like, a hard question for me, not even a little. Nice. Oh man, I'm gonna sound so selfish. Yeah. Ooh. No, I mean. What if? Okay. What if? What if it's this? What if? What if your family member, their their need, and I'm using air quotes, is they need you to help them with their new startup uh, that they're trying to put together? It's like really <laughs> specific. Like, I really like. Like they're like, I got, the, next, I got this next Tuesday, bro. And, I got, you know. <laughs> bro, I got an idea for the next Facebook. I'm telling you, it's gonna take off. I just need you to leave your job so you can help me with this, this career I have. Hmm. So, I guess need is contextual, kind of like what we've been saying. All right. Okay. Everybody answered that one. How many questions? Are we do this for every question? We're here. That's okay. Kind of. All, yeah. All, all, all goddamn night. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, let's skip. Let's let's uh, put our heads down and go. I'll just read the question, but then we can all pick. I guess how's that? Is that better? So, would you would you betray a family member to advance your own career? Betray? Yeah. Um, we like that word. Betray. <laughs> I said, <laughs> okay. betray. So I said, 
said, I said I'd resist the temptation because I like the idea that I could if I wanted to. <laughs> yes, I found it a point. Your autonomy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. It depends uh, what family member, actually, now that I'm thinking about this. Well, hey, that's actually really good. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that's good. I find, okay. I find the idea abhorrent because... Yeah, it is. Because oh, I'm back, I, I, back from the centrist position. I'm back on the left. Um, <laughs> okay. I would resist the temptation, but I can't promise that that's just not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, do you respect the leaders of your family? My family's horizontal, not hierarchical. Ooh, I like Insofar that. as I am the leader of my family, um, <laughs> <laughs> I do respect myself. <laughs> I like that. So uh, I'm really like confused by the question for real, though, because like this, I mean, uh, vertical horizontal yes but also like for realies though like i i would consider myself the leader of my family and the question the answer is like they're out of yeah. touch with reality that doesn't mean you don't respect them like define reality like some people who are out of touch with reality are dope and that i was respect very them. postmodern that was a very i'm so postmodern. <laughs> you just changed my my answer on that damn awesome I'm, i picked I'm the second a, one i'm going with the third one <laughs> often out of touch with my life my answer. I'm often out of touch with my life. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny because the answer doesn't even imply that I do or don't respect them. What? They're often out of touch with my life. So. You could respect next that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, if your family had arranged your marriage to someone loathsome, would you. Flee. <laughs> Flee. I feel like. I feel like does subtly work against a union mean I could poison them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the apple. Same apple. I'm I'm very against. Uh, I am strongly against uh, union busting, so I can't choose that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna subtly. I'm gonna subtly work against the union through poison. Wow. Uh, noted, Mr. FBI man. Noted. Noted. He chooses assassination. Yeah. Hunty's answer is to add a lot of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, you're estranged from a family member. On his deathbed, he seeks reconciliation. Do you? Mm, what kind of reconciliation? Speak to him. Hold your ground. Refuse. I discuss it openly. And without rancor, what does that mean? Like without mm -hmm. anger. Or... I'm googling <laughs> <laughs> bitterness or resentment. Like without, without like, 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 like allowing the conversation to happen without anger or without like there being further argument, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I discussed it openly, but open to anger. So, so I'll pick it with a modifier in my head. Okay. <laughs> Would that be the same as, like, speak to him but hold your ground? Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe the discussion would be more open to, like, peacefully come to some sort of agreement. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I, I choose hold my ground. Like, well, we can talk, but 
but uh you're gonna die soon but uh either you're gonna agree with me or you're gonna die with me mad at you. <laughs> oh. all right okay uh, my ground is always unstable so i don't know what that means to hold it so <laughs> yeah i feel that <laughs> all right the the next category of these questions are relationship to friends so this is the make or break of the entire podcast obviously <laughs> oh, so uh, right. a a, uh, a powerful but corrupt judge offers you wealth if you will testify against a friend do you hmm. i choose contempt it depends because <laughs> but what if testifying against them isn't that high stakes for them and then you can share the wealth with your friend like Oh, that's hmm. true. Yeah, four-dimensional chess. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, let's say it's not that bad. Take the money, arrange for your friend's escape, and then you all leave with all the money. Oh, I thought that was an option, and I was like, ooh, I'll do that one. Oh, no, but that's that's what I would do. Like, oh, sure, yeah. Hey, buddy, we're going to get so rich. I just got to do this one thing. <laughs> I just got to do this one thing, and then we're both going to be so rich. <laughs> It's like those Facebook questions that's like, did you punch your best friend in the face for a million dollars? Yes, they'd want me to. Like Yeah, then we go have a then we go have a night on the town. I feel like you <laughs> we split it, right? Because that that documentary has something to say about all those quizzes we took. Just saying. Which one? The Great Hack. Have you seen it? It's oh, about yeah. Oh, yeah. Politica. Yeah. Shit. Hmm. Shit. So it says so, okay, you testify in your friend's behalf no matter the consequences. It doesn't say anything like corrupt judge offers you the wealth and you testify if you testify against your friend. Like, what are the consequences other than, like, you just don't get the money? Yeah, well, I'm worried about the whole, like, corrupt judge thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you're pretty, I feel like you're fucked no matter what you do right? for this question. Okay. So, yeah. That's a good point that they're going to, like, you already know the outcome, basically. So you might as well get some money. That's mm -hmm. true. I'm still going to refuse the offer, refuse to testify. I feel like I'd feel better if I sh if I chose that. Can you use I'm the money to bail your friend out? Ooh, <laughs> maybe. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you take the money. It's part of a larger con. Yeah. Where you're like, I'll take the money, but we're we're gonna leave here. Like all this money, I'm gonna put to good use for both of us in the future. Mm -hmm. And then we're gonna come back with a large army and smite the judge. Yeah. <laughs> <To my mind. laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, do you become close to friends or hold most people at a safe distance? I am a strong yes on both sides, and I have no idea what to say. Oh boy. Really? Yeah, I do both hard. Huh. <laughs> what would you have said for me? What? Is what would surprising? I have said for you? Or yeah. what would I say for me? Well, you were surprised that I have both. No, I, no, I guess I'm not. I feel okay. like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people do that, right? I mean, you have to choose yeah. kind of. So I, I, I put I have some close friends because I feel like some mm -hmm. people I would have like really open, honest conversations with, for instance, and the other people I'd be like, how was your weekend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like friends, but yeah. yeah. I, I only um, have enough energy for like a few close friends and then it's right? like acquaintances, I guess. 
Yeah. Because I just feel like if I try to spread the love too much, then I'm just being disingenuous to everybody. Yeah. We're just because I just. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm very. I feel like I'm very selective about who I who I keep as friends. But even even with that, like it's still like I'm very introverted. So even so, I'm still like, hey, buddy, really nice to see you from far away. Thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Thanks for the interaction via text. We'll chat again in a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one. Have you ever betrayed Lazarus? I mean, have you ever betrayed a friend? Uh, Lazarus? Yes. A friend? No. <laughs> 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 Ouch. Uh, what is this question? I've done so more than once and sometimes I get away with it. I don't know if I've ever intentionally, but I'm sure I've done something that felt like a betrayal. Oh, interesting. Mm. That okay. See, I, I that resonates with me actually also because I yeah. don't. I, I would never do it intentionally. I don't think I would yeah. ever do that intentionally though. Right. right. Yeah. So I don't think I would ever contemplate betraying right. a friend. But uh, sorry. But I might have. I probably have. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't think about it, but no promises. <laughs> Damn, Marks. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you view lifelong commitment to a single romantic partner? Everyone knows my answer. Ooh. Are you sure? Are you are are you on the huge mistake bandwagon or are you on the you worry about missing out? Because I feel like they're great. That's like a great. That's like a gradient, right? Yes, I would say. Well, yeah, yeah, I would say I'd worry I'm missing out. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you don't keep that romantic partner. Like, yeah. right? It's not like I'm not going to be tied down. It's like I could be tied down, or not tied down. So yeah. I'm going to choose such a romance would be ideal. If it's achievable. Yeah. I like how like some of these questions are kind of like they have like this like this cheekiness to them or the answers. I mean, (laughs) but like like in this case, the last one is like try try to imagine like just someone responding to this, like say they were in a play and he's like, tie yourself to one person. Huge, huge mistake. (laughs) You can just like feel like the pause. Yeah, you can hear it. Okay, if I'm going to be really honest, and I probably shouldn't be because I should think about this before I say it. Hold on, I'm trying to think in the moment. It's too hard. Um, I'm kind of, like, imagining some of the people who might have written questions like this, too. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. Describe Next them. question. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing it in my head this whole time. Describe it. Uh, do you... Oh, Oh, do you insist on repayment when lending money to friends? Contract. Signed in blood. (laughs) (laughs) No. I love that there's an that I have money to lend. There we go. Ooh. No, they just owe me a favor? How much money? Like, if I lend someone a hundred bucks, I'm probably going to say something about it. 
Wow, really? Wow. A hundred bucks? That's a lot they, about you. But wow. sometimes people wow. forget to repay you and then they feel really bad about it when they remember. And I know how it feels to have forgotten. And so sometimes when someone reminds you, it saves you from feeling guilty about forgetting. So I, so I feel like maybe a contract in blood is the best. <laughs> That's what I've come to. <laughs> sure. I think it's you have to be like you have to be really upfront. Like if someone gives you like more like I think I have I'm trying to think, I think more than twenty dollars for me, I'm like, do you need this back? I have to ask the question. That's do you need this back yeah. and when? Yeah, I need fine. to know how much I can get away with. i have a friend who still owes me money and that person has owed me money for like over a year now and but like so i don't but i'm not like worried about it but like every once in a while like huh that person still owes me like two hundred dollars so yeah so we gotta track them down so we get a good listeners go out there and find this person find them Wow. That is a lot. Because wow, 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 like, wow, if you're wow. paying for coffee, like I don't keep track of who's paid for coffee. But yeah. agreed. Yeah, same. Yeah. But that's Agreed. not two hundred dollars. I'm pretty sure I owe Marks like a coffee and a and a burrito. I'm pretty sure. Burrito, Dan. You know I don't keep track, so. I mean, never mind. <laughs> never mind. This also brings up. I am just remembering now. Like, uh, I Lazarus, I owe you my drums. I guess. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's actually funnier if you never give it to me. <laughs> that's right, but it's okay. I don't care. All right, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be for that question. I'm gonna be flexible about the exact terms because it seems like maybe that's what I do anyway. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Uh, are you still in touch with childhood friends? Okay, so this question, I have questions because, like. I am I am friends on Facebook with people I knew from childhood. Same, but I don't but talk to them. That doesn't mean yeah, doesn't that I out. keep in touch with them. It means that social media allows me to peek in on their lives every every other you know whenever. Right? Is that trying? Maybe that's trying. Like I try to keep in touch by not ever talking or reaching out ever. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep in touch by never reaching. I, my my way of keeping in touch is to never reach out, but then just have like really passive aggressive posts. <laughs> I think that works very well. What is the maximum age where it's like childhood and then it's like not childhood? I count college as the beginning of not childhood. Mm. Okay, yeah, I would say yeah, high school and before. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. try to keep in touch with one or two. I actually people. like. I'm always in shock when I meet people who are actually in touch with their childhood friends. Right. They're like, like, "Oh, I went to high school with this person, and we still hang out." I'm like, "That's crazy." That's awesome. You're a crazy person. Yeah, you're a crazy person. It's <laughs> awesome, crazy person. <laughs> so I'm Facebook friends with people that I knew in like second and third grade. Me too. But I don't do anything other than that. Yeah. But, like, we don't talk or whatever. I'm just like, oh, look. Yeah. They're See what they look like? Or the other. Yeah. I'm always amazed that you can recognize someone when they've aged, like, 20 years. And they look the same. I haven't, though, so. You haven't aged at all? Yeah. Um, very, very little. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. All right, the next category of questions is relationship to community. So, first question, do you donate time and money to improve the local community? Well, yeah, I do. Uh, 
does going to your local coffee shop specifically that's not a big corporation chain is that improving my community uh yes because <coughs> i need the cold brew is that the right answer <laughs> that's my answer <laughs> that's part of your own needs being met Interesting. I mean, the needs of the community aren't my top priority, but I do know that the community is important. So I guess after my needs are met, then. So is that no, my local community would be a waste of time and money? I don't know, because I also don't necessarily donate as much as I can. I donate some. Yeah. But almost never in money. Like, I usually donate time. Hmm. Hmm. Uh oh, uh, Lucy's Lucy's computer froze. With wait a oh no, we'll be stuck on this question forever. Don't. But isn't isn't this like the uh, like the main question for us in regards to like being educators? Are we donating our time and money to improve the local community? Improve how? Like That's donating your time to be an educator. That's a thing, right? That's that's bullshit. I get really upset about this entire fucking uh, about that entire what? thing. Because that's like what the, the demand is that if you are an educator, if you are a teacher, it is assumed that you should donate whatever extra above and beyond you're capable yeah. of because that's like your job. And it's like your it's like a calling. It's not it's not even just a it's not even a job anymore. It's like a calling and that's such bullshit. It's like why public school teachers are paid shit. Right, because they'll do it because mm -hmm. they're good people often. Like, it's, it's like, yeah. Do you think that this is a question that leaves the door open to people who would be like, oh, yeah, I, told, I gentrified my community, so I'm definitely improving it. I push the homeless people out this way. It's a yeah, weird yeah. thing, though, like hearing of why people want to become teachers, and it's always such, like, all, like, a lot of them, like, it's good reasons. Like, I want to, like, help kids. I want to help families. I want to, and then, like, what does our structural system do with like knowing that that's why these people are in this field? And they're always saying like, I'm not in it for the money because you make nothing. Mm. Like how convenient. It's also, I feel like when some people say that though, it's very much kind of a savior complex and they uh, think they need to go and. Yeah. There is still the perception that elementary ed's easy perpetuate white culture yeah mm, save the struggling whiteness is property mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've, I've heard i've heard that sort of sentiment from too many elementary education students where they're like yeah. oh i'm gonna help them Ugh. i know and we try to talk about deficit thinking but then it's hard because sometimes that's new to a lot of them and then they'll take it the other direction and be like Oh, so we don't need to think that poverty is a problem. And it's anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this is a contentious one. Yeah. You're back. Okay. Uh, the next question your community is threatened with invasion. Do you? Well, invasion is paired with like, like that word bothers me so much who it's applied to. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I've already manned the barricades with the rest of my community. I can't hear you. Wait. I flip immediately. 
<laughs> yeah, starts to flip immediately. Cut a deal with the invaders to act as a spy. Well, who are the invaders? Maybe they're better than the community. The Americans. The imperialists. Oh, wait, never mind. I'm out. Americans. If a particular group of people who had a better idea of social and ecological justice invaded the U.S., I would help them. Like... I think the thing is, is with the invasion, it's, I guess there's, yeah, because you could be led by propaganda to think it's an invasion, or you mm -hmm. could, you could know that, that what they're bringing is a certain doom. And that's, that's what invokes the feeling of an, of an invasion. Like, instead of it being propaganda, it's, it's actual facts. And, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the spy, because I hate this idea of invasion being bad sometimes. Yeah. Ooh. I'm going to Lazarus. Oh shit. I'm going to flee as soon as things look grim. <laughs> You're that one person who like throws the rock and like, oh I'm out. I did my part. Like, hey, like I I'm here with you guys, but also I gotta look out for number one, you know? <laughs> I would I would like to think I mean given the context that I would go either barricades or uh, I'll go the spy thing, depending on, mm -hmm. on, on the context of it. But in reality, I would probably end up fleeing. That's actually probably my honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they... So the answer, one, is help defend it to your last breath, and then two is man the barricades with the rest of the community? Excuse me, I'm manning the barricades with the rest of my community to the last breath. <laughs> yeah. They're like the same thing. Yeah, right. what the heck? Um, y'all, I'm really upset by this next question. All right. If, oh God, if you were injured and required immediate assistance, would members of your home community agree to help? Agree? Who agrees if what? someone's like bleeding on the street? <laughs> Should we help? Should we help? I don't know. I don't know if I agree. <laughs> Let's hold Hopefully a town hall meeting. <laughs> yeah, we'll decide, we'll decide by committee. <laughs> also, who doesn't help someone? Well, I mean, some people don't, but it makes it seem like if people don't like you, they automatically won't help you. Like, what does that say about community? I would like to think that I would be distrusted by the powers that be. So okay. I think that I would choose not. <laughs> I would hope that I would be that person. You'd only hope that you'd be distrusted. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, the next question for me is... Uh, do you respect the laws and authorities in the community? Oh, no. shit. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when they're generally the me. best way to govern. It's <laughs> only the best way to govern. This like makes this. me feel like the opposite of that is being individualistic. Mm, that's true. I don't like that. Yeah, we don't like that. I, I, yeah, I that do. was if you if you don't pay attention to the authorities, they've gotten a hold on me. You're an anti-vaxer, basically. <laughs> yeah, and that's not what it means, right? So, like it's forcing you into that. Are you an anti-vaxer, Lazarus? Uh, no, absolutely. I I am pro vaccines. Yeah, we just lost all those. Lazarus, Lazarus is that's out okay. there with the community, puncturing people's skin with needles against their will, helping them get vaccines. <laughs> At the barricades, till my last breath. <laughs> to his last breath, helping the community. <laughs> uh, do members? Oh, real, real fast. 
Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with when it suits me. There, there are some laws I just don't agree with because I'm a small business owner. Mm, there we go. I'm going with. I'm also going with when it suits me because sometimes I feel like going five miles above the speed limit. I love everything about Mark's answer yeah. because, ouch, and also <laughs> good for you. Where's uh, where's the part that says when it suits me? There are some taxes I just don't agree with. I'm a libertarian and a tea partier, and I uh, uh, just lost some more members. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, do next question. Do members of the community shun, avoid, or mock you? Uh, probably behind my back. Right. How do you know? If I know, right? Like never to my face. Oh, I love this. Yes, their small minds can't handle outside the norm. <laughs> I just want to say that one because I like it. I me too. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it because I like it. I haven't done yeah. that yet. Their small minds can't handle. Uh. Yes. I like that one too. <laughs> Temper. Uh, would you stand for office or seek to represent the interests of the community in some public manner? Hmm. Mm -hmm. I would, but not because it's my duty, but because I think my ideas are better than other people's. Yeah. It's <laughs> and not that's something. not like an option. Right. I don't care about the honor and I don't care about the duty. Right. I do think that some people cannot handle the job. I mean, that is just true. But also, I've really, it's because I'm smarter than them. Mm. Uh, Hunty 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's not that answer on this little board. I know. I've, That's I've why we hate like the, Yeah, I've always liked the response of, like, like I don't, I don't seek leadership. I just... Accept it reluctantly when it's thrust upon me. <laughs> oh no! no. Oh, oh wait. Your country no, no. is racked with famine. Oh yeah. Ooh yeah, this is the next, hard. The next category. Wait, are, wait, Hunty, did you want to finish up with that? No, office? I'm fine. I think I'll just if no one else can handle the job because we're pretty sure no one else can. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so next category is relationship to king and country. Queen and country. Oh, oh sorry, queen and country. Your country. <laughs> your country is racked with famine. Would you? This is one where I like. Do I be honest of what I actually think I do or what I hope I would do? Hmm. Oh, whoa! What the heck? Hmm. Whoa. Like the whoa. If, really fucked up capitalist. If I'm staying on character or in character for the, the small business owner, I'll have to go. Okay. Oh, wait, that's easy. The small business owner that reaches across the aisle. Steal as much right. food as possible. I'll sell it back to the community. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I love the next question. I think it's the person I've been arranged marriage to. Um, <laughs> oh, would you slip a... Oh, my gosh, it is. Uh, if, if offered enough money, would you slip a poison into your king's drink? Uh, yes, and I've done similar things before. <laughs> what? You slip stuff into people's drinks? <laughs> what the heck the answer is this? Oh, is that one of the answers? Yeah, it's one of the answers. Oh. For the record, I've never done that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say yes if I thought I could get away with it because I need to make sure that I have a well thought out plan before mm -hmm. I do it. I have some uh, podcasts you might want to listen to. Does the poison kill them or just like make them a little bit sick? 
I think I think that I think the inference is he's straight up dead. I don't know. I'm gonna take the inference that it's just like a night of bad cramps. <laughs> and I can say yes. Yeah, then, he's, then, then they just wake up and they're like, uh, I need to speak with you. <laughs> that's, that's even darker. It's like a night of suffering and then they live again and you're just like, what? Well. And you see them the next morning and you're bad. like, yeah, you see them at breakfast and you're like, uh, so how are you feeling? <laughs> Do you want some OJ? Uh, so, you're, so you're up, huh? That's a surprise. I got to get some my money back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a plague is sweeping across your country, your country. Would you flee? Uh, I just think a dangerous mission sounds fun. That does. Sound fun. It does. Yeah, and you don't have to be around them. You can be quarantined while you're on the mission. I'm picturing yeah. like a lower cost type of dangerous mission for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. Like, what's the dangerous mission to find a cure? Like, it's just, it's. What, what would that be? What's that look like? I don't know, but I feel like if you're undertaking <laughs> a dangerous mission, you're also sort of fleeing. So I feel like it's a good way to do more than one thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. And if the yeah. mission fails, you're like, oh shit, sorry, <laughs> I'm over here now. <laughs> Oh, no, that's going really bad. I'm really <laughs> glad I'm out here. If only I could do something. <laughs> uh, all right, this next question uh, for the Mr. or Mrs. or Miss FBI person that uh, is listening, where obviously uh, this is just a pure uh, fictional novel we're writing. Uh, do you respect the lawful authority of the rulers of the land? In no. I don't like the narrative that land has rulers. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. How can I reject that? No, a ruler is no better than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, okay. suck, suck it, rulers. <laughs> if you were offered a reasonably lucrative deal, would you spy for a hostile foreign power? I feel hostile like if Trump whom? was offered a fairly lucrative deal, he just became president for a foreign power. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like this first one, my nation could totally stand to be knocked down a peg. So I feel like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only one peg? What? Yeah. Uh, do you rely yeah, on... I think that's... Oh. I think knocked down a peg. I, I like that. Yeah. 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 Every, everyone should be knocked down a peg all the time. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and check in with our uh, our... Our small business owner, bipartisan centrist, Marks. Yeah. Hello. Um, what, what do you think about this one? Oh, for the you know lucrative deal. I love those words. Yeah. I love the <laughs> and I agree. My nation could be knocked down a peg. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, all right. Do you rely on the government to enforce contracts and property rights? Do I have a choice? Right. I really love this. Absolutely not. If I can't defend it myself, I don't deserve to have it. Well, wow. I, I think that's like, an option. Okay. The government literally can't even pave roads. So. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely picking They literally that have dominoes out here paving roads for them. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, next category is thoughts on crime and punishment, and I think they're referring to the Foucault novel. 
Uh, all right. If imprisoned, would you injure or kill others to escape? Wow. Oh, like people who aren't also imprisoned. Um, I think that is what it, yeah, so Susan right for locking me up. Uh, minor wounds that would heal easily. I totally give them minor wounds that would heal easily. Yeah, me too. I think that, I think it's funny. As we're going through these questions, I feel like some of us, not to name names, are getting a little bit more, like, unlawful and just, like, sort of, like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just burn the whole fucker to the ground. And then Ooh. some of us are still like, huh. How could I negotiate this in the real world? But it's fucking Dungeons and Dragons. And so I feel like some people have done this before and some of us have not. That is a keen observation. It's it's kind of there's a little bit of like a story arc happening mm-hmm. here. Yeah, so, no, no, I, we can see. Yes, obviously. There's, there's a uh, <laughs> I feel like we need to play Dungeons and Dragons. There's a hero's <laughs> journey happening, I think. Or heroin. individualistic. Maybe or a heroine. heroine's journey. I just say hero and I apply it to all. Is that okay? Like actor? Yeah, I'm up for that. Like actor, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. Uh, so, uh, oh, yeah. These guards are just doing their jobs. Like, <laughs> small business owner. Jesus. <laughs> They're just all trying right. to get paid, you know? They're just like you and me. Yep. Just like you and me. We're all human. I'm it's sorry. Just like Mark, you and me, except for Mark's... some some are less dis- less less than because they took this job. <laughs> I love that I love that Marx is now Joe the plumber. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> I really like that too. This is I, w- this I would do the minor wounds though. I would do like the, the minor wounds and just keep them alive because Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to judge their it. life, their life situation for picking that job, but right. I still have to get out of there. You could, you could stab somebody pretty good, I think, and that would okay. still like not murder them. Yeah. Yeah, like, but I think because the answer, because the question is like, would you, because because it includes kill, that's the part where I go, mm, I don't think I would, I'm, I like, wouldn't. I definitely would try to get out, but I would not like seek to kill. Yeah. Like if it happens, if it happens, then, you know, like, you know, you got to break a couple of eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right. Next question. Uh, do you accept a noble? Uh, do you accept a noble's right to treat badly the serfs who work on his land? No, fuck that. No one has a right to treat another person badly, period. That's actually one of yeah. the first answers I just like agree with. Like, yeah. Yeah. That statement. All right. 100%. Easy. Uh, you have accidentally committed a crime. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oh, no, 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 not again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, what did you do? Like, if I did something really horrible to another person versus if I, like, broke a law I don't agree with. Okay, so here's the thing. For me, it doesn't matter. I'm definitely going to try to hide my involvement. (laughs) Okay. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. It's very scary. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Honestly, that's probably what I do. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for, too. Hide. Like, I I would want to... Like, I would want to confess an attempt to make restitution to the victim, except that... (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't end well for me 
it costs you money. You want to keep your money. Why would at you do least that? Cost, yeah, at least cost me money, if not more. Pin it on another. Pin it on another. Do it. Uh, if guilty, would you confess to a crime? Might get me a lighter sentence. Yeah, let's talk about this. these deals we can make. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. A magistrate has a job to do. Might as well let them try. Mm, true. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to like take away from their paycheck. I know, right? Like they, they, they also have things they need to do. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Jobs is this is job security. This is that's like that's like the same logic when you like throw trash on the ground and they're like the maintenance people need something to do. It's job security. <laughs> Fuck up a whole aisle. Right. <laughs> no Not a business. <laughs> <laughs> a whole aisle. Are you still working at Target? Yeah. Do you mean like when you put when you put like the sizes not in the right order anymore, or do you mean like taking yeah. all the toys off a shelf? Um, it's, it's apparently like people who do one also do the other. <laughs> oh. Oh damn. Oh, that's like. Uh, have you seen those videos where it's usually like younger people, but they like take milk jugs and they like throw it on the ground and fall on the ground and then they act like they like fell and they spilled their milk and it wasn't their fault, but they do it behind. Have you ever seen those videos? And people turn around and they're just like, oh, and I, they like can't get up or whatever. Have you seen that? I've heard like Munchausen's with milk jugs. Like, what? Why? I, I don't know. Interesting. To get money? It's just shenanigans uh tom tomfoolery because i'm wondering if they feel like they need attention or like are feeling like people in their lives don't see them calcium is good for the bones yeah. i was thinking i was thinking it was it was for extortion of some kind <laughs> my question is there is there somebody there recording it because yes 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 so they, it's just, more want, of it's they just want internet like, popularity yeah they're doing it for the gram Okay. Smash that like button. Smash that milk button. <laughs> uh, would you? Oh, oh. Would you express a revolutionary political opinion if threatened with punishment? Yes. Only if threatened with punishment. <laughs> Politics aren't worth getting worked up about. I don't want to ever. No, I don't want to say that. Never mind. I don't want to say it. Like, I don't want to associate with people like that. Like, no, I just don't want to get worked up about that politics. Right. I just try to stay neutral. I try not to rock the boat. I'm, I'm apolitical, actually. Yeah. Ew. Uh. <laughs> this is, wait, this is, this is, I try to wrap my head around it. So it's like, it's, the idea is that you're being threatened with punishment because you have a revolutionary opinion or. Yeah. yeah. Are they just asking you your opinion and they don't know yet, but you have to tell them because they're threatening to punish you? I think they're like, we're going to punish anyone who expresses this opinion. Oh, okay, so they're trying to find out. Yeah. Oh, like the Espionage Act that the United States did during World War One. What's oh. the punishment? Like, if it's a little fine versus death, that's a difference. So I'm going to go with no, because then I'm going to go turn around with my revolutionary friends and be like, okay, so we got to enact... We have to enact the plan. Strategic. The time is yeah. now. Yeah. 
We're smarter than that. I was yeah. thinking maybe like, it's I just actually... another w another way to word like, all right, gun to your head. Like, what would you do? Um, I would obviously grab the gun from their hands and turn it around on them. Privately <laughs> expressed to friend. Yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And tell because them I'm, I'm apolitical. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, while traveling, you witness an assault. You are ordered to testify, which will delay your travel significantly. Oh, do you? Oh, what an inconvenience. I hate traveling, and I hate obstacles to my traveling. But no, I would help. Uh, like, am I traveling in Bordeaux? Or am I like traveling in Oklahoma? Mm. Can I Somewhere come back you in like, want. you know, however many weeks it is when the trial starts? Can I leave and then come back? Oh, that could be. Like, <laughs> I'll do this, but after my trip. I feel like we're all really good at storytelling, and that makes this way harder. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. I remain <laughs> reluctantly uh, testify and leave. That's what I do. Yep. All right, the last category, and I think this will be our our shadow producer's favorite category: thoughts on business and the economy. Oh, oh wow! Oh my! Ooh, what is the best use of wealth? Oh, I the love use it. of wealth. Wow. Yeah, I want to hear from Marks first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay on top of that heat, man. You gotta stay on top of that. Heat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> gotta secure the bag. <laughs> I'm going full Robin Hood on this one. This is um, also like a weird, again, like white savior discourse, like help the less fortunate without unpacking your own identity. Like, hmm. I don't know. I changed my answer. Uh, not only stay on top, but keep others from climbing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm really hoping that that shifts you to immediately like lawful evil <laughs> or like chaotic evil or something. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. Um, when confronted by beggars, do you? Oh, and then a copper is obviously a penny. Oh, wow. Like I don't even have pennies. Oh, I see. So that's what I would miss anyway. Um, I so I always like as a human whenever I go if I'm like in a city especially a big city um I'll I'll always take my leftovers to go mm -hmm. and then I'll make sure to give them to somebody else like mm -hmm. it, because like especially in, in a couple of nearby cities there's a really significant you know like mm -hmm. houseless population and so if I know that somebody's outside and they're hungry like I always want to make sure that I save some of what I don't need and I give that to them yeah. mm -hmm. but I don't know if that means that I only give away what I wouldn't miss anyway or if I give moderately right that's that's a hard question like how do you generously moderately yeah, that's, that's, I'd like to think that I get moderate. I think you could count that as moderate. That's more than a copper. <laughs> more than oh, a, yeah. a penny. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely more than a. I always like do 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 you ever feel bad like if you only have a penny to like give and then like you give the penny but you're, and they're like because they're like they're like yeah. anything helps and you're like, I mean <laughs> I, you say that. But this is just a penny. And then it <laughs> and almost looks like the nothing, like, here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I never have cash either. Yeah, I don't. I, it's sorry. Do you have Venmo? Mm mm. Do you have PayPal? Oh. <laughs> no, I meant for the. Okay, never mind. Can I cash app you? <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, next one. By using magic, you could fool village merchants into thinking your copper pieces were made of gold, do you? Like, oh, yeah. Amazon or a local business? No, it uh, says. You can say, you can say yeah. yes, but I'll only cheat the rich merchants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Um, uh, so yeah. basically, Marks, I'm coming for you. Ha, ha, ha. Small business. Wait, I knew there's a way to get to him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I would, I would totally, I'd say yes and buy as much as I can, give it away to everybody who needs it, because yo, shit should be like democratically owned workplaces, like co-ops, sorry, all, all bourgeoisie, all property owning class, sorry. Okay. Some hot takes. Hot take, hot take. Uh, you have two job offers, one pays more, but the other is secure and steady, which do you choose? I can't imagine having either of those yeah so wait so if it's secure and steady means it doesn't pay as well or what does but, it mean one pays more pay significantly more or just pays like two dollars more <laughs> two dollars a year <laughs> <laughs> let's say one pays a lot more but you don't know how long you'll have it the other one is like that s s very secure steady rate that's not Literally, as... this is my life right now, and yeah. study work actually does sound like drudgery. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck it. It kind of sounds like the life of like an artist too, where it's like yeah. you have that one job that gives you that that big cash out, and then the rest of the time it's just kind of like trying to find out how to get that next job, and then in the meantime you're looking at like that nine to five. Like I think I might have to get that nine to five. Yeah. And... <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful. It is. It's very awful. Uh, <laughs> All right, the next question, definitely going to have to hear from the Shadow Producer here. Uh, what's the best, best plan to wealth? Um, disagree. We do not need to hear from him. We already know his answer. It's a meritocracy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Go on, Marks. <laughs> you need to stay flexible. You got you to weigh your options. Uh, look, look for good opportunities you gotta diversify your portfolio is what you're saying but you know, <laughs> you know yeah i was gonna say something about the luck can be in the right place at the right time but it's more about networking meeting oh, okay. the right people linkedin have a good linkedin where's the option of taking money from people where is that? yeah these are yeah. all like super meritocracy answers like work I, hard I, play yourself up I'm actually yeah. really surprised that that our shadow producer didn't say hard work and perseverance. Right? <laughs> These are all things awesome. like that should have been what he said. Take your bootstraps, pull them up by yourself. Exactly. Yep. You know, that's what I just tell other people. <laughs> okay. okay. But you stay flexible. <laughs> all right. The final final question: If you accepted a job or contract, would you try to finish the task? even if it got much more dangerous. Fuck that, I would be renegotiating for sure. Yep, I, I like... if it's no longer a good deal, the deal is off, consent <laughs> is ongoing. That's right, yeah. All right. Time to submit. Okay. okay. 
Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm not surprised with mine. Neutral? I didn't want one that has neutral in it. <laughs> um, you got, what'd you get? Chaotic neutral? Neutral good, I got. I expect it to get good, because that's what I always I got. Do. I got chaotic good. I got chaotic good, too. Yeah. This is so boring. <laughs> Whoa. And it's he. He, he, he. I love that you hate that part. Yeah. Like I'm neutral, good, and a he. So, just like a default. I'm a default. All, all, yeah, just a default. With, with my real answers, because I did my actual personal answers, I got chaotic good. Um, yeah. But... What were what were what what are you if you're Joe the plumber? That's what I'm gonna do with some of these answers real fast. True centrist. <laughs> oh, it says I don't have bias. Oh my god. <laughs> you literally Without argued bias. against bias at every turn. Right? No, you Wait. did. That's what you did. You No, you, everyone's you, always biased. No, you were <laughs> Yeah, isn't that what it says that you don't have bias? Yeah, it says I shouldn't have bias because wow. I'm neutral. So let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and discuss our, our character alignment. I'll, I'll start with, with yours, Lakin. Uh, so uh, neutral good, according this is all according to the Player's Handbook, uh, 3.5 edition. Neutral good is also like known as the benefactor, in air quotes. Uh, a neutral good character does the best that a good person can do. Um, I'll... Yeah, they are devoted to helping others. They work with kings and magistrates, but don't feel beholden to them. Uh, Jozan, a cleric who helps others according to their needs, is neutral good. And neutral good is the best alignment you could be because it means doing what is good without bias for or against order. Hmm. I hate that, but... <laughs> Okay. So it's not like it's not saying that you it's not saying that you don't have bias. It's saying that you try to act without without like as much as you can without having your bias. Is that what the whole thing is? It's like it's trying to be like like you acknowledge your maybe they don't say this part, but that maybe the the unspoken part is that yeah you have bias, but you try to act without you without that. Yeah, doing what is good. I'm just wondering how they're defining good. Yeah. And truth. Mm. My favorite thing about like the D and D stuff is when like so like when when it first came out, it was like oh there's humans and there's like mm -hmm. there uh, there's orcs and it's just like right off the bat orcs are bad. There is no communicating or trying to yeah. you know befriend an orc. You just you see an orc, it's, you kill it. That's just like part of the story. You're against okay, the orcs okay. and then like. Yeah, it's, like, well, traditionally, like, in fantasy, yeah. like, orcs are just instantly bad. But, yes. like, my favorite thing has been that, like, in the last decade or so, there's been, like, a lot of, like, specific, I think more, like, comedy, like, TV shows and, and things where they poke fun at this, where they they start questioning, like, well, why are the orcs bad? Yeah, they do that makes I, them bad. I, I like that. <laughs> that's a great right. point. Cause well, that's I, like, yeah, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, if... Uh, like when you create a character, you can like pick what race your character is, air quote, like whatever that, yeah. And one, and you, and you can pick uh, half orc, but like Lucy was saying in the game, the full orcs are the enemy. It's so fucking problematic. 
But okay. there's also like a there's also like a thing where if you're a half orc, uh, isn't there like a thing where like if you're a half orc, there's like some people that you'll meet as like NPCs who won't trust you as much or something like that. I think that's right. It's yeah, yeah, it's probably interesting because that's why like Gollum Schmeagle's my favorite character in The Hobbit because he's both. He is a contradictory being who is neither yeah. good nor evil. And I love him and I'm terrified of him at the same time. And he's like my favorite ever. Nor nor good nor evil or he's both good and evil? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Both. Yeah, the answer is I think <laughs> both and. The both. Both and, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, always both and. Even but in that's, both that's the thing is like, and I think like when this first, when D&D was like first out, it was just like, everyone just accepted this as like the near, as the, true narrative and so it was easy to be like well good just means you fight orcs all the time i guess or whatever i think uh like recent uh -hmm. recent rpgs and like recent fantasy stuff has yeah a lot more nuance to it as far as i can tell like it seems like it anyway but because when did 3.5 come up uh that's a good question let me but but all of this is also sort of like for me when we talked about playing something like civilization for instance it's so steeped in patriarchy and imperialistic mm-hmm. tendencies yeah, yeah. Taking the test, i mean like i know that it's just you know good solid fun to figure out what our character line is and also i feel like people might take this and then not really super question yep sort of where these questions come from in the first place like how yes. did we get here and so that i mean that just it doesn't really trouble me but it makes me think about sort of those things that we don't question mm-hmm. when we just see them and that's what yeah. this is i'm like an argumentative bitch right but i mean no it no. seems like oh, oh no no this is <laughs> didn't we we just talked uh lazarus and i just talked about this you know like when you push back against something that people just don't think about things necessarily yeah. super critically just because yeah. it's always fun to do that and you're the yeah. killjoy right you're right. like roll your eyes yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm yeah. like super excited that i'm chaotic good i think that that's exactly what i wanted to be yeah. but <laughs> awesome. also when I take the questions you know and when it talks about king and country and when everything's written in the masculine perspective of he and mm-hmm. those are the yeah. pronouns use and and individualistic, yeah. like built into most of the questions, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real fast. Mission accomplished. Look who's a centrist. <laughs> <laughs> Neutral. What did you get? What? <laughs> can we? Can we do a new handbook? Can we write like a critical handbook for D and D? So that people, yes. how would we how would we do an alignment quiz and change the questions so that they're you have to do an epistemological if it were an epistemological shift it would like... be able to be a categorical quiz you are the postmodern <laughs> something that we would come up with uh, I imagine that someone going through the textbook to, to go through this themselves based off of something that we all wrote together, that they would probably close the book with just utter existential dread. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like 
it would be a little bit um there's like there's that scene is in life of brian where they're like where they're like he said or she <laughs> you know don't don't you oppress me you know like when he right. or she and he or she but i still think it'd be fun to try yeah yeah, yeah it would be fun uh, so for the listeners, um, and the, the chaotic good, which is, I guess, what is it three or four of us, the rest of us got, uh, chaotic good is the like air quote rebel. Uh, a chaotic good character acts as his conscience directs him with little regard for what others expect of him. He makes his own Sam, way. Come on, you can, you can use, you can use. Okay, okay. The- Oh, sorry. I didn't mean like that, but you're right. I should. Okay. A chaotic good character acts as their conscience directs them with little regard for what others expect of them. They make their own way, but they are (laughs) kind and benevolent. They believe in goodness and right, but has little use for laws and regulations. They, They hates it when people try to intimidate others and tell them what to do. They follow their own moral compass. Thank you. Uh, which, although good, may not agree with that of society. Uh, Sovereless, a ranger who waylays the evil baron's tax collectors is chaotic good. And chaotic good is the best alignment you can be because it combines with a good heart with a free spirit. <laughs> Insert Leonard Skinner. <laughs> free bird. There's a actually I, I hate Leonard Skinner. I'm wondering what I, I'm. Really? I'm really curious about what this says about me because I always voluntarily select chaotic good, and then even when I don't want to be, like I think oh, let me try something different. I just end up being chaotic good <laughs> in like a game or something. For example, yeah. I'm playing this this game right now where as soon as I had a chance to to kill or not kill someone who had like kept me prisoner on a ship in this game, I was like, I'm going to kill them! <laughs> Just, like, so excited to die. Um, and I feel like I always end up, like, neutral good in everything. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. I hate it. I can't escape it. The niceness. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> It's better because every party, every party needs needs variation to succeed. Well, there's a yeah variety. I will play that subjectivity till I die. Is it <laughs> variety is the spice of life? Is that the saying? Is that a yeah. saying? Yeah, that's the cliche, but that's the saying. Huh. Uh, real quick, let's. I just want to read the uh, the ultimately neutralist neutral position of neutral you can get. Uh, I don't know how you legitimately come to this position, and I think it's inherently incredibly problematic. Um, But the neutral is the air quote, undecided. Uh, A neutral character. It's the swing voter. It's the the swing voter, yes. Uh, A neutral character does what seems to be a good idea. They don't feel strongly one way or the other when it comes to good versus evil or law versus chaos. Most neutral characters exhibit a lack of conviction or bias rather than a commitment to neutrality. Such a character thinks of good as better than evil. After all, 
she, oh, they would rather have good neighbors and rulers than evil ones. Still, they're not personally committed to upholding good in any abstract or universal way. Maya oh. Lee, a wizard who devotes herself to her art and is bored by semantics by the semantics of moral de debate, is neutral. Some neutral characters, on the other hand, commit themselves philosophically to neutri neutrality. They see good, evil law and chaos as prejudices and dangerous extremes. They advocate the middle way of neutrality is the best, most balanced road in the long run. Neutral is the best alignment you can be because it means you act naturally without prejudice or compulsion. That sounds a lot like the Fox News lo uh, saying, Fox News, fair and balanced. But balance means so many things. Like, <clears throat> I... So I have two things to say. Again, The Great Hack. That movie really affected me. I just saw it recently, so I'm bringing it up again. Uh -huh. But they called the people that they were targeting on social media for like the ads that vilified Hillary Clinton, they called them the undecideds. Oh like God. that's mm -hmm. yeah, like that's what the group of people who were like formulating all these plans, that's what they called them was the undecideds. So that's the first thing. But then the second thing is that I don't, I didn't hear anything necessarily contradictory in what Lazarus just read, because while there could be various meanings to neutrality at the center of that term and our understanding of that word, I think in terms of society, uh, it's very much that idea of fair and balance. N not that it always has to play out that way and not that Fox News has done that, but I think that that, idea of neutrality i think societally that's what we see it as is this idea of a balanced approach or like um a way to look at the world that uh, takes into account all things but really mm. people can't do that yeah. like really that's not something that a person is capable of doing necessarily i think mm. yeah I, I think i definitely agree with you on that like I think it, like, like yeah. If you try and find a middle ground. That means that, and let's you know, you just want to keep it within the good and evil thing. That you're gonna have some evil stuff with your good. You're gonna have right. aspects right. of both sides <laughs> in a way that's going to result in in, um, in um, somebody. Somebody, you know, being affected negatively or oppressed or, you know. Um, there's, that Des there's that Desmond Tutu quote that I have on a shirt somewhere. I think that um, if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. Right. Neutrality is a choice. It's not like choosing not to vote is a choice. Like mm -hmm. it's not, you know, it's an action. Russia yeah. quote like that too. Yeah, I really like how you phrase that because like in that description that I had just read, he talks about the advocate of the middle way. And I think there is this delusion that there is such a thing as the middle way that's distinctly uh, separate and exclusive of like choice A or choice B. No, no, no. It's choice like C and it's totally separate. When in reality, that's not the case. There isn't that. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to making decisions on things because of dominant discourse, because of what's already entrenched. Like, if you don't mm -hmm. act, you're going to benefit dominant discourse. You're going to, um, you're going to benefit hegemony. You're going to benefit 
basically the powers at large. Uh, you're going to benefit something, someone, somewhere. Um, so I feel like, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, and this could be actually, uh, uh, yeah, I, I feel like this is, if I'm trying to imagine the type of person that would be like this, I, I feel like it would be somebody who uh, really, um, I don't know, like, I feel like it'd be like a very selfish, like, like covertly selfish person who would just kind of be like on this crystal and like just got to change the world with good vibes kind of feel, but I'm apolitical. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But then there's also like, there's a big part of me that's so skeptical of claiming anything as, you know, capital T truth or capital F fact. Mm -hmm. Like, I think yeah. we need that openness to be surprised by what we see or to change our minds or to listen to something we haven't heard. But I don't think we can do that. Like, it's like relativism. Like, I'm a postmodernist, but that doesn't mean that anything goes ethically. Like, there's some stuff that you can be like, fuck that. That's bad. Like, yeah. no. But that also doesn't mean that we can, like, keep not questioning things or. Yeah. Because it's all very fluid, right? Like, it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. it sort of depends on what's in front of me. It's not. Absolutely. I don't um, know that that's true. Which Which part? That it's all fluid. I think that mm. that I think that that's mm. kind of a really privileged thing to say. I think that for a lot of people, for a lot of humans, it is not fluid. I think Ooh. that for yeah. refugees like fleeing Guatemala, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I think for oh, like, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Do you see? What yeah. I mean? So I think that there's there's a there's an element of privilege that that I hear when I hear, I mean, I, I think that there are finites for people, for humans who have, who have no choice or believe they have no choice. And I think that mm -hmm. that's something that's important to think about and just like be cognizant of in terms of the way that, you know, oh, I yeah. know what I'm saying, do you kind of see where I'm going? Oh, I mean, I just think that. Yeah. No, I see well, what you're saying. Like, and it's like the critique of postmodernism sometimes is that it's like a bunch of privileged people basically saying like it's all equally true or um, we can say that everything is relative. But um, yeah, I think it's again where it can be this space for both where like absolutely in this circumstance, like it's not fluid, like it, it, there is a finite like ethics or need or decision but that i don't know maybe just that it's contextually hmm. like in some context you can like like i like the metaphor of dropping your anchor being like no like this is hmm. like it's still in the ocean of fluidity but like right here this needs to happen and if we say that it's relative that's problematic i don't know hmm. would, it, would, it, would it also be like just the the fact that it almost seems dependent on the, like the person's life situation would that make it fluid that's kind of what i was thinking too which i think still speaks to the privilege point that you're talking about hunting yeah. Yeah. kind of like depending on where like there's like even like a meta or like a whole there's like a whole like different dimensions of that fluidity that's dependent on the social context which is dependent on but for me, but for me, I feel like the more 
the more I learn, the more I think, and the more I kind of see the way that society at this particular point in time is structured and the way that it has been structured in the past, mm. I feel like we can look at it, you can look at it from bottom up and there are finites and you can look at it from top down and there are finites. And so I think mm. that the fluidity is something that we might trick ourselves into thinking that there is. And I'm not trying to say that mm. our story is written or that somebody else makes those decisions, but mm. at this point, in a lot of ways, other people are making those decisions and other people are wow. enacting those sorts of structures and mm. operating outside of those structures and to bring it back around to this character alignment we just did as well you know i mean like where do you see yourself in relation to these systems of power and how do you how do you negotiate those systems because i think that in these questions that's something else i see how do i see myself in relationships to power and how do i want to move through spaces if someone else is dictating what's happening to me do you know like i Mm -hmm. see that very much in the in this character alignment and i think that that's again something that especially in america we don't like talking about that. We don't like thinking that other people make decisions for us. So that's sort of part of my critique for postmodernism too. It's this assumption, again, I think based in privilege, that you have flexibility of movement. And mm-hmm. I think that that is not true for the vast majority of humans on this planet. And so I just think that's something to think about. And I think that as I go through this mm-hmm. character alignment, it brings it even even into like greater relief for me to think about those systems of power and how I negotiate them. Mm-hmm. I don't have a microphone to drop, but if I did, it would have happened right then. <laughs> I think that is that really encaps encap- really encapsulates the 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 disconnect between the a game and reality or this particular oh, yeah. game and reality is like yeah. you get to be the character, you get to make the character that you want to make. Yeah. And that's completely I mean, you know, there might be a world built that your character is interacts yeah. or you know exists within in, in the fiction but like you can't in reality you, you don't get to choose all, all of time. that like you get to yeah. choose yeah. some yeah. of that but you like yeah to, to like you said that you get to negotiate how you exist and that's not always true right yeah mm-hmm well, and I do think it's important to recognize that it's never just about like like power is never complete. So like there's always resistance or like pushback. Like it, I think recognizing that the structures at least aren't like impenetrable or aren't um, what's the word I'm looking for inevitable. So like they're very real. But they're also, and then that goes to like questioning common sense. Like, how can we like exploit the snags or like the pieces of resistance that are already there? Yeah. I don't know how that all relates, but. It's, I just don't see it working very well right now in our current context. <laughs> like, I'm getting, you know, um, updates on my phone about how Mitch McConnell has the votes to make sure that there are no witnesses in the impeachment trial. I'm like, mm, okay, perfect. That sounds about right. I don't, I don't know where the snag is there. Like where, like what, like what is it? A fucking change.org petition. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that is something like, uh, in, in, a, in our current like climate, it's, it's like, there's, I, I feel 
like there's this, and I think I've said this before, like on the podcast, there's like, there's a lot of posturing going on from different people. And it's been like this, it's been, I feel like there's been this increase in, uh, hey, we don't have a choice in terms of how we defend ourselves. Like, for example, like those gun clubs that you mentioned, like the, the LGBTQ, uh, like gun clubs and things like that, like deciding, I need to make a decision. I'm going to learn how to use a gun. I actually just watched a documentary about um, that, that incident that happened in, I think it was Seattle, where a man stepped in to uh, yeah. to stop a racist from attacking a woman, I think, and yeah. and the woman who who I think she, he was looking for, she like survived it, or whatever. But she was so terrified that she's going out of her way to learn how to shoot a gun, um, and and uh, and I think it's 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 hard because like I I I don't want to be like. I've I've had a stint in my life where I've been like a conspiracy theorist and it's been a very unhealthy. So I don't I, I try to avoid that route, but at the same time I'm like I don't know things don't things seem tense like things seem really really tense because like it, it was a different thing when it was just people on Twitter shouting, but it seems to me that it's something to pay attention to when regular people are like I'm going to learn how to shoot a gun now, just in mm-hmm. case. Um, because there's fucking racists. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, and then so I think like in this case, it's like the con- the context is, do I want to survive or not survive? And it's not maybe it's not there yet, but it's it's something that I notice. And you know, my uh, my girlfriend is is a black woman, so it's something that we talk about a lot because something that she feels a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's hard to even like go even a week without feeling some type of tension. In, mm-hmm. in our current world. So I think, yeah, it's like, there is fluidity, I guess, on an intellectual sense, but also on a more like meat space sense. It's like, I really would like to just live my life, please. And you're making it very difficult. Yeah. Sir, kind sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that we did this. I feel like this sort of, this sort of for fun thing, because I fully anticipate playing a DND game now. Right? I mean, now that I know. Okay, good. Um, so I'm seeing nods. So I appreciate yeah. that much. Um, but I think that above and beyond that, it helps. I don't know. It opens conversations to discuss things in different ways, and I appreciate that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why I like RPGs too, for that reason. Like they, it's like it's like a way to it's like te- it's like a a mental game. How would I respond in this situation? But there's right. no actual consequences for doing either mm-hmm. or. Yeah, I'm curious about the sociological imagination potential, the potential to like imagine new ways of doing things and problem solving. But at the same time, it's really like an escapism where you have a little bit more control and you can play out a story, I guess you could say, while with other people. Yeah, but based on what we've just taken, we really do need to write a new character alignment quiz and book about what that means because in addition to, oh yeah, this is kind of a fun way to think through this, we are incredibly critical humans. A lot of people just read this and it's normalizing shit in ways that I'm not super comfortable with. So there's also that. Yeah, we could could probably spend... We could probably what? spend a, an entire episode actually going over like the the fantasy genre itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sure. How it started and and all that stuff. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of juicy details there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Huh. Well, fun. I feel like this. I feel like this is like almost like this is like, uh, like a um, like the real us. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Now we know each other. So it feels like the real us. Not even just <laughs> yeah. that, but it's just the the conversation that has sparked between all of us. I think this is this is a good. Uh, um, I don't know. A good episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I think it. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for for taking the uh, the D and D character alignment. I hope listeners, uh, you were able to enjoy that, but also uh, take it and follow along with us as well. Um, hopefully, you could stay tuned, and we'll play some RPG of some sort in the near future, and of course, our next episode. But uh, any last uh, words from anybody? Um. If I if I could, I would like to quote uh, Rush, the song "Free Will." (laughs) If I can, uh, for a number of reasons, because the conversations we had, we just had, and also because Neil Peart just passed away, uh, and so this is this this is this is the 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 chorus here. Um, You can choose a ready guide in some celestial voice. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. You can choose from phantom fears and kindness that can kill. I will choose a path that's clear. I will choose free will. That's actually a really good song. Good. It's got some nice syncopation. Can we have that, like, as the outro? Can we have, like, Rush as the outro? It's also a memorial to... I think it has to be 30 seconds or less, but I think we can do it. Yeah, we're, uh, this is, it's, uh, I don't know criticism or something fair use yeah. educational we mentioned it so we can use some uh, yes yeah nice, nice. okay yeah um, let's definitely choose a song written by white dudes <laughs> yeah. oh, oh sorry oh sorry oh sorry not just too white soon? dudes canadian white dudes too soon? Too soon. oh oh sorry about that then <laughs> oh sorry oh sorry oh that's great <laughs> How dare you? Neil Peart was an icon. He was a hero. (laughs) He was a Canadian national treasure. Yeah. Yeah. White men have always really been all about free will, honestly. Their will, their free will, freeing their will on others. (laughs) The ultimate free will. I care about your will. That's why I'm keeping you from doing what you want. (laughs) For your well-being. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, Mark's don't be can sorry. feel free to cut this whole fucking part out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like the last half hour. It stays. That was a, it was a beautiful <laughs> sentiment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of I'm problems. I'm also just tired. I feel like my brain's just like, yeah. it's firing, it's like getting slower and lagging. Like a computer. We can, and we, I just feel like maybe I'm getting more sarcastic as the as the time goes. <laughs> oh no! All right, somebody want to take us out? Okay. Who's gonna close us? Who's gonna close us out today? I close us out. Yes. He said yes. Um. All right. So, thank you, everybody. That's our show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you. Share it with your friends, your family members, whoever you feel like would enjoy listening to something like this and hearing from people like us, uh, which we hope, um, you know, 
we hope we we just hope to provide a lot of good content for you. Uh, once again, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com patreon.com slash public space travel. Uh, find us on the Twitters. Uh, I am at PST Lucy. Lazarus can be found at PST Lazarus. Marks can be found at PST in the shadows. And Hunty can be found at PST Hunty. We're all there available. We will chat with you. Um, once again, this has been Public Space Travel, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Good job.